Micha Perek opens up on the exact iniquities by which the people are being sent to exile. Since we end the Perek Aleph with the idea of the Gola, that is a lament, Azot Espeda Be'elila, and it ended on the verse, Ki Galumimech, that Bnei Israel have gone into captivity, or will go into captivity, because of their negative actions. And what are their negative actions? So Perek Bet opens up Pasuk Aleph, Hoi Choshve Aven Ufo Alera Amishkevotam, Beor Haboker Yaasua Kiesh Leel Yadam. Ah, those who plan iniquity and design evil on their beds, when morning dawns, they do it, for they have the power. And we're reminded here of Lavan, the only other time in Tanakh that the words Yesh Leel are used. Here we say, These reshaim, these evil people, they go to sleep, and on their beds, they're thinking of what to do wrong, what iniquity they can do, what evil things they can plan, so that in the morning they can hastily run, and in their power they can go and oppress others. And Lavan, we reminded of Lavan, who says to Yaakov, God told me not to say bad or talk bad or good to you, but it's in my power. Everything belongs to me. And here we're talking about someone that's egotistical, power-hungry, all self-centered. And that brings us to Pasuk Bet. They covet fields and seize them, houses and take them away. They defraud men of their homes and people of their land. And here we're reminded of the Ten Commandments. Lot Ahmad, not to covet your friend's field. The last pasuk of the Ten Commandments. Lot Ahmad bet re'echa, Lot Ahmad eshet re'echa, be'abdo, be'amato, be'shoro v'chamoro, be'chuashel re'echa, not to covet what your friend has. And here we're reminded of the people that they plan iniquity, and they're coveting their friends' fields, and they steal them. So the Lot Ahmad leads them to Lot Igzol. And they take them away, and they oppress other people. Assuredly, says Hashem, I am planning such a misfortune against this clan that you will not be able to free your necks from it. You will not be able to walk erect. It will be such a time of disaster. Here is a nevuah on this mishpacha, on this family, maybe talking about the mishpacha of Yehuda, the family of Yehuda, the tribe of Yehuda, that they are going to have ra'ah. Why? It's a bad time for them, for all the bad that they do, they're doing. On that day, one shall recite a poem about you, B'nai Israel, and utter a bitter lament, and shall say, My people's portion changed hands, how it slips away from me. A field is allotted to a rebel. We are utterly ravaged. And here we're talking about 
the feelings of the people that are going into exile. And this person who's saying this is basically saying a kina, eulogy on Am Yisrael, that nishadunu, nihiravnu, we've been destroyed, we've gone into exile, but we've really suffered an utter destruction. And therefore he says, the one saying the kina, ech yamish li, the word yamish, to move from me, how is this land moved from me to my enemies? And we're reminded here again, the word yamish, to move, we always ask, the Torah tells us, the Navi tells us, Lo yamush sefet ha-Torah picha. Yeshua is told, may the Torah never move from your lips. Behagita bo You should learn in it, you should act in its ways, day and night. And here we have the people, because they did allow the Torah to leave them, they did allow the mitzvot to leave from them. Ech yamish li. Therefore, they had their portion removed from them. Lachen lo Adonai. Therefore, truly none of you shall cast a lock cord in the assembly of the Lord. Da Mikra points out over here that means that in the nation of Hashem, of Am Yisrael, the Rasha, his seed will be cut off. She says, Oh, cut it. And there won't be anyone who will inherit this portion in the portion of God. And now we have a shift in speaker quoting those that oppose Micha. Al tatifu yatifun, lo yatifu la'ele, lo yisar kelimot. Preach you not, they preach. That's no way to preach. Shame shall not overtake us. These are the people that are opposing Micha that are saying, how dare you preach like that? Stop talking about destruction. This will not happen to us. There's no way. These are people that are very comfortable, who feel that there's no way destruction is going to hit them. There's no way that God is going to forsake his nation. And there's no way that all the wrong that they're doing, you can't, it can't be that the Mikdash, it can't be that the Amir Hashem will be taken into exile. And therefore, Micha turns to them in the name of Hashem and says, Amur bet Yaakov, im halo im hayashar holech. And here in this Pasuk, which is hard to translate a little bit, but we'll translate it using the best translations we can use. Amur bet Yaakov, God is turning to them and saying, do I change your house of Jacob? Is this what you're saying about me? That God is impatient? Well, Well, I am only patient with those that are yashar, those that are willing to go in the right way, those are the sadiqim. With the rasha'im, of course I'm going to punish them for their iniquities. And against my people, he raises him up as an enemy. You pull the robe from the front of the garment of those who pass by safely returning from war. Here some of the Mepharshim have suggested that the Nabi is talking about the abuse of the rights of creditors in taking and holding articles of clothing as pledges for loans. And here the people are basically holding back 
these clothing from the people due to the loans that they owe them. And here we're talking about stripping these poor people naked when they have money they owe, but they can't pay it back. Pasuk Tet Neshe Ami Tegareshun Mibet Tanurea Meal Olalea Tikhu Hadari Leolam. Here Ibn Ezra says, when these wives have enjoyed their husband's company, they're being taken away and stolen from their husbands to these people who are basically doing a lotin af, who are sleeping with married women. Women, me'al olalea tikhu hadari le'olam. You drive the women of my people away from their pleasant homes. You deprive their infants of my glory forever. Kumu ulchu kilozotaminuha. Up and depart. Go into exile. This is no resting place. Because of your defilement, terrible destruction shall befall. Here addressing all these Yashaim, all these evil people, asking them, get up and go to exile. Depart to the land of exile, as Rashi says. And here the condemnation of the people that are acting improperly, this whole mishpacha, they don't deserve to be in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Because of their evil ways. Lu ish holech ruach vasheker kezel atif lecha leyayim lashechad veayam atif haam hazeh. If a man were to go about uttering windy, baseless falsehoods, I'll preach to you in favor of wine and liquor. He would be a preacher acceptable to that people. Here we have Micha scolding the false prophet, who's willing to tell the people whatever they want to hear, if they want to hear about the fact that. They will get yain and shechad, they'll get all the produce and all the wine that they need. Not a problem. Micha despises these false prophets who are giving in to the people's needs. And even when they're sinning, it's no problem, don't worry about it, you'll be fine, not a problem. Well, of course we see that destruction will happen instead because of their evil iniquities and sins. But instead of ending the pedek, ending the chapter like in the previous pedek, ki galu mech, because of the exile the people. Micha here ends the Perek on a more positive note. Like many times in Nevi'im, talk about like Yirmiya, to destroy, to uproot, but then to build and to plant. And here in the last two Pesukim, Micha does exactly that. Where although there seems to be not much promise for a future, for the people that are acting with such iniquity, God always leaves that opening for people to do Teshuvah, people to come back. Just like we see in Sevet Devarim, where we see the idea of Lasot where God will return back from the exile those that are far away when they come to Teshuvah. Pasuk Yod Bet Asof Eesof Yaakov Kulach Kabes Akabes Sheri Israel Yahad Asiminu Keson Bosra Kiaeder Betoch Dabero Tehimena Adam, I will assemble Jacob, all of you. I will bring together the remnant of Israel. I'll, I will make them all like sheep of Osra, like a flock inside a pen. They will be noisy with people. Allah hapores lifnehem, paresu vayavoru, shar vayes ubo, vayavor malkam lifnehem, vadonai berosham. One who makes a breach goes before them, they enlarge it to a gate and leave by it. Their king marches before them, the Lord at their head. A perfect, beautiful imagery of this teshuvah, 
of this return to Sion. Ending on this positive note of this return, of this return from the Galut of Yaakov and Yisrael, together coming back, again always leaving that hope open, always leaving the hope, in, of, hope of their king returning, of Hashem Berosham, of God at their heads, where they're being led by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, being led by their king, being led by Tzedek and Mishpat, the opposite of what the people are doing in this Perek, where the people are stealing fields, taking and looting what doesn't belong to them, stealing the portion of people, stealing their wives, stealing the poor people's clothing, all these iniquities, eventually we'll have a portion of the people that will realize what's going wrong over here, that will come back from the destruction, looking to rebuild, and hopefully with that, we have a positive light at the end of the tunnel of even though there's destruction, even though there's bad things happening, we always have that possibility of the light of saying it's going to get better, there's going to be good even after the destruction. And I think it's critical that Micha ends Perek Bet on that point of a positive hope.